Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Hey, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to today's edition of Calvary Live, coming to you live from the studios here at Grace FM in Aurora, Colorado. A shout out to everyone listening here in the Denver metro area on 89.7 Grace FM and down in Colorado Springs, 101.7. Calvary Live is a show where we give you access to pastors outside of the pulpit, and we want to talk about the things of the Lord together. My name is Ed Taylor. I'm the pastor here at Calvary Church. Uh, We're coming up on 24 years as a church here in the metro area, and what a privilege to be able to serve you. Uh, We're on a a variety of different networks around the country, so we want to welcome everyone that's listening live on the Radio by Grace Network, 78 stations around the country. And then one week delayed, and I know this is delayed, but I I heard that a lot of services are being canceled. I saw Calvary Philly, uh, my friend in Milford. Um, I haven't seen any others yet, but because of the the wildfires in Canada, uh, what's happening, I know you guys are going to hear this one week delayed, but we're praying for you right now while it's happening. And that's everyone listening on the Hope FM network. Uh, There's five stations throughout New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Maryland. Pastor Bill uh, was sharing with me today some things that uh, he's doing to enhance the network of Hope FM, and we're grateful to partner together both Calvary Live and Abounding Grace Radio. And then our friends on Truth FM, they have one station covering Tennessee and North Carolina, Higher Rock Radio from Meridian throughout Boise, Idaho, our brand new affiliate, Living Water Radio. They got one station covering Corpus Christi, Texas. And that just about covers everyone on. Give me a call, 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000 is the number taking your calls and your questions, 303-690-3000, taking your calls and questions. And of course, we have a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week text line. You can message us and text us at this number, 720-336-0897. We will receive your prayer request 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I just sent some through uh, this morning, actually, uh, to our staff and prayer teams here at Calvary. Uh, we pray over them. But during the show, you can use the the line <clears throat> for prayer requests and texts. 303-690-3000 is the number to get on the air. Use it. We'd love to have you. Uh, we're going to start right off the bat here in Greeley, Colorado. Dave, welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor Ed. Hey Dave, you're on the air. Yeah, um, I've I've drifted away from my faith from the Lord, and I I know I need to 
get back in touch with with that part of my life. Okay. Um, I've, I've been through very, very hard times, and I mean, nothing. I can't see nothing real, real spiritual struggle, okay. but uh, health wise, trials and tribulations. Yes. And, and, and I know it's because of of my faith in God that I've gotten through all of that still, you know? So what's going on? You're not, you're not in a fellowship or, uh, you're not, you haven't been walking with the Lord. Have you, what's the story no. behind that? I just, I drifted away. You know how we all grew up and make our own choices. And, yes. Cause I, I grew up in, in the church. I grew up knowing right from wrong and, Good and bad, and I just said, "I you 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 grow up and make your own choices." Yes. And when I when I've attempted to go back and find somewhere to to have fellowship and a church to belong to, I have a hard time doing that because I'm I'm, I'm judgmental. Like I I'm what, yeah. I'm I'm seeing the direction of the church and I'm seeing what's happening and. I, I I can't get over those hangups and I yeah. I don't see the point in being there if I'm not gonna be there to to receive everything that's offered, you know? Yeah, you you've got a lot of con, con, conflicting emotions and a lot of conflicting uh, not thoughts that the enemy can continue to use to draw you away from fellowship and it's a it's a good thing to be discerning. You know, sometimes we we will take discernment and go over the edge and becoming judgmental, uh, but but being able to discern and judge between right and wrong or a healthy church or an unhealthy church is still very important. But here's the thing: it, you've got to come back. You've got to step back in, reading your Bible, praying every day, being a part of a vital church. I think of Acts chapter two, verse forty-two. What made the early church so strong was they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and in prayer and in fellowship and the breaking of bread. I think of Jesus when he says, uh, I'm the vine and you are the branches, and he who abides in me and I in him will bear much fruit. And it, it is God's desire for you to forsake these wandering prodigal ways and step back into a, a fully committed denying of yourself following Jesus' life. And here's the thing, up in Greeley, I have a very good friend, Jeff Figs, who pastors the Calvary Chapel there. And I know that you would be very well cared for, very well taught, surrounded with strong believers. Uh, if you headed over to Calvary Chapel, they even have uh, service tonight uh, right there in Greeley. And you can rearrange your life to go back into fellowship. And even if you start sitting in the back and just waiting it out, letting God heal some of the brokenness uh, that your own sinful wandering has created. and uh, But then you can also sit right up front and introduce yourself and say, here I am. I want you to hold me accountable and, and I'm ready to forsake my past and, and press on in these last days. Um, but I know they'll take good care of you there. I visited uh, Pastor Jeff's church a couple Sundays in a row. It's been a little Good. while, and uh, I, I I really did enjoy the service. I enjoyed what I saw. 
Good. Uh, it's the real deal. Because, you know, not to be, well, I'm not boasting, but I've, I've got a pretty strong testimony to share that I think people would, would, uh, would gain something from. Uh, I was I was on death's door for quite a while. Yeah. And and just because of God's grace and mercy I I survived all of that, you know? Fantastic. And, yeah. I think it's powerful, think, but but here's the thing, your testimony uh bottled up and surrounded with with um, wandering prodigal living is is not as valuable it's not valuable it's valuable when you're standing on the rock abiding in Christ and moving forward and he does forgive by the blood of Jesus Christ he does receive you back you can forsake your sinful ways and that, that's what I would commend you to do it's time to get serious um, and I would encourage you to be less hyper judgmental, you know, the kind of thing where you it's easy to nitpick every problem in the church. Um, it, it, I, I like I like how the Bible describes the love of Christ uh, toward his bride and any any husband that is nitpicking toward his wife, you know, would would just discourage her and berate her and belittle her and Jesus doesn't do that with us. He he cleanses us and washes us with the water of the word. And he sees our imperfections and he sees our weaknesses and he receives us and cleanses us and conforms us and changes us into his very image. And that's what I want to pray into your life. Can I do that? Yes, please. Father, I pray for my brother as he forsakes his past and comes to a place where he surrenders his life to you afresh and anew. God, I pray that there would be a full restoration uh, in his life, God, a, a strength of abiding in you. I was thinking of that verse uh, in, as I was talking to him, Lord, I was just thinking of that place where your, where your word says, even though we are faithless, you remain faithful. You cannot deny yourself. And let my brother come back to the God who does not deny himself, that you would establish, Dave, and that he might find a home uh, under the leadership of Pastor Jeff, lead, the under-shepherd, leading him to the great chief shepherd. Um, and that the next call would be uh, a testimony of your faithfulness, Lord, and the, the sense that um, you've softened his heart, brought him to a place of surrender, and used these difficult circumstances in a way to glorify you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, Dave, are you still there? Yeah, I am. I was just thinking as we were praying um, of the prodigal son, and there's a part of the prodigal son, the the story, uh, the, par the parable of the prodigal, that's super important that I want to ask you uh, right here from the text. It says in verse 17, but when he came to himself, and he began to rehearse, it says how many of his father's hired servants had uh, bread enough, and he started thinking about home again. I guess the question I want to ask you at this moment, are you still wandering or have you finally come to the end and you finally come to yourself? I'm, I'm done. Good. 
wandering. I I do need to find a church home. I do need to find that fellowship because I've, I've struggled with this for quite a while now, like two years now that I've been longing to go back, attempting to go back, and I just I I haven't been able to get over myself, you know? I, I do know, and I, I do understand that. I've heard that testimony many times. I think there's seasons in our lives where all of us could say that, hey, man, I have a hard time getting over myself. But here's here's something I would tell you. Here's something I would uh, want you to understand very clearly, and that's don't trust the wandering part. Don't don't trust the Dave that had a hard heart or the Dave that was in a backslidden position you know, trust the new believer. You remember when Ephesians, when the church in Ephesus uh, received that note from Jesus in Revelation, he said, I know there's a lot of great things about you, but I have this against you. You have left your first love and you have found that church. So plug in and let the Lord use that church for you for this season of your life. If it's forever, great. But this season right now, you have found the place there's no doubt about it. You found home, so now lay aside all of those other things that have kept you separate. Because when I when I hear struggle, I think sometimes struggling is real, where we're battling and the flesh is lust against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. Uh, there, there is a real struggle, but when it comes on the heels of a prodigal living or a wandering living or left the faith, walk walk walking away. It's not so much a struggle anymore. It just is a convenient excuse not to step up and and get back to remember from where repent, remember from where you have fallen, and repeat the first works. and And so, just stay put, plug in, meet the leadership there, start receiving the word. Maybe that's just the season you right now. Receive the word verse by verse. Let it sent. Uh, let it saturate your life. And then call me in a couple weeks or call me in a month and tell me what the month update is. I will. Yeah, I've, I've been listening to all of you Good. guys for the last year. Yes. Like, I have, I have my, my favorite <clears throat> Good. pastors that I, that I listen to. Good. I mean, I've got, I keep you guys on the radio all day because I, I I'm in the car all day long. Oh, I see. And I, I do like, you know, one of my favorites is... is uh, Pastor Al. Al was a good man. I love that brother. And Raul Reese, I really enjoy. Yes. You know, your your teachings I enjoy because I hear yours the most. Yeah, God and, used God used Raul in a big way in my life uh, in those first formative years. I still listen to him. I was just listening to his podcast, um, uh, the podcast of his teachings not too long ago. And he, we need a guy like Pastor Raul in our lives who just says it like it is. And that's that. And then, you know, it's almost like every time... Uh, every time he teaches, he just, it's a mic drop moment where he just boom and walks away. Here's the word. So, um, call me back in a month and tell me how it goes. Okay. I will. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. All right. Let's head over to Pennsylvania now. Sharon Hill, Pennsylvania. Ralph, welcome to the program. Hello. Hey Ralph, you're on the air. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm in Pennsylvania, but I'm originally from New Orleans. Okay. Yeah, I was just calling in for prayer just to get back home, you know? Okay. Let's do that. Father, I pray for my brother who just desires uh, someone to intercede on his behalf and alongside of him. 
to get back home. Uh, he has a desire to be home, which is New Orleans for him. And you know that about him, Lord. We're not sharing anything new, um, in <clears throat> anything new, uh, but we are wanting to pray according to your will, Lord, that you would provide for all the needs uh, that my brother has that will get him back to a place where he has that sense of being home. And we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, when you get to New Orleans, call us and let us know you're home. Oh, yeah. Yes. yes. I will definitely do that. Okay, Ralph. God bless you, brother. All right. God bless you. Thank you, man. Bye-bye. 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. You are sending some texts in, so thank you. 720-336-0897. That's the 24-hour text line. And here's a question. What do you think about soul ties? Uh, I think they don't exist. There is no such thing, although there has been a new false teaching that has become very popular surrounding what some call soul ties. Uh, It is completely man-made. It's a man-made doctrine. I just taught on, uh, I didn't talk, teach on soul ties in particular, uh, but I did teach on man-made religion this last weekend. Uh, And soul ties, uh, by definition, uh, this false teaching is that there are connections from one soul into another soul, uh, and it's just nowhere in the Bible. It is, I, I'm not even entirely sure how it's used in such a way. It's probably used in some way where <clears throat> you have soul ties, so the only way you can break them is by donating to the ministry or something, but it's just not there. Uh, if there's any if there's any factual basis to the, the concept of soul ties, it would be the complete indwelling of the Holy Spirit in your life. Your soul is now tied uh, eternally to your Father in heaven who loved you so much that he sent his only begotten Son to die on your behalf so that by the blood of Jesus Christ, by grace, through faith, your sins can be forgiven and your soul eternally secure in Jesus Christ. Now, of course, that is not the definition of this false teaching, uh, but it is the biblical definition of salvation and the safety and security that you have uh, with being tied eternally to the Lord. Uh, So there is no such thing. The person that has taught you this is not teaching you the truth. Please do not listen to them anymore. And if this happens to be your pastor or the church you're in, you need to find another church. If it happens to be some YouTube video or something you're watching on TV, stop it. Don't listen to them. Don't watch them anymore. They're not telling you the truth. 303-690-3000. This is Calvary Live. Uh, taking your calls and your questions with all the lines being open, 303-690-3000. Here's another text question. Excuse me. Um, I'm still a little under the weather, so please forgive me if I forget to hit my silence, my mic um, mute button. Uh, But here's a text question that came in. What is the difference between the Urim and the Thummim in the Old Testament and lots in the New Testament? 
Well, the Urim and the Thummim, uh, which would be defined as the lights and perfections, were gemstones that were actually carried by the high priest of Israel on the ephod, on the backside of the ephod of the priestly garments, and they were used by the priest to determine God's will in some circumstances. There were some suggestions that uh, God could cause the Urim and the Thummim to light up in various patterns to reveal his decision. Um, some were uh, some suggest that the Urim and the Thummim were actually uh, in a pouch engraved with symbols and, and identifying yes or no, true or false. Now, you ask the question, how are they different from Lot, the casting of lots in the New Testament? Uh, and we certainly um, see casting of lots both in the Old Testament and the New Testament and this would have been a practice that was done prior to the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Again, there is speculation on what the lots were exactly uh, in terms of, uh, of what they were specifically, sticks, stones, coins, uh, rocks, a black rock and a white rock, uh, but they are two distinct uh, categories uh, of things. There are two distinct categories of discerning the will's Lord, uh, the, excuse me, the will of the Lord. Um, and after the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, there is no need to cast lots because now we have the personal leading of the Holy Spirit from the inside out. Great questions. 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000 is the number. Take in your calls and your questions. My name is Ed Taylor. I'm the pastor here at Calvary Church here in Aurora. Uh, Calvary Live is a production of Grace FM here as an outreach of Calvary Church in Aurora, Colorado. Grace FM is made up of two stations uh, covering about 80% of the population of Colorado. Uh, up in the Denver metro area, 89.7, and down in the Colorado Springs area, 101.7. But we're also carried live on the Radio by Grace network, radiobygrace.com. Uh, 78 stations covering 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20 plus states. And then we're here to those stations, you're listening live. So you can call right now, talk to a live host. And then we're also heard on the Hope FM network, hopefm.net, truthfm, truthfm.net, higherrockradio.org, and livingwaterradio, which is ksgr.org. Uh, we're heard on one week delay, working with some other stations uh, right now on the possibilities of adding Calvary Live. Um, but we're also uh, grateful to produce Abounding Grace Radio. Uh, Abounding Grace Radio is the teaching ministry here of Calvary Church. Uh, it is 22 years old, I think. We've been on the radio 22 years, maybe a little bit more. Uh, and we're grateful to be able to share the ministry of the ministry of what the Lord is doing uh, here in Aurora. Grateful uh, for all that the Holy Spirit is doing among us. 303-690-3000 is the number. 303-690-3000. Taking your calls and your questions. 
And then, of course, you can text me at 720-336-0897. We're going to be back in the Word today uh, here at Calvary. We have a 7 p.m. service here in Denver. We're actually in Aurora. We're on Hampton, one block east of Tower Road. Everyone listening in another state, you can join us live Uh, Through our app, that's the best place uh, to connect with us is in our app. Uh, Just go to your app store and put my name in there, Uh, Ed Taylor, because there's a lot of different Calvary churches. Um, Ed Taylor, you can connect directly there. And in that um, app, we have our live, we have everything we Uh, You can connect with Grace FM there. You can connect with the church there. Uh, We actually have two apps, uh, one for the church, one for Grace FM. Um, We would love to have you uh, connect with us. uh, And you can join us live. We're studying verse by verse through the book of Genesis. We're going to be looking at uh, a wrestling with, a wrestling with God tonight. Jacob's going to wrestle with God. And it's a powerful, powerful chapter about this place of brokenness as Jacob walks away with a limp. And there's so much to be said about that limp uh, and what it represents as each one of us um, find ourselves in a place of surrender to the Lord. Um, So come on out, 7 p.m. Mountain Time Here's another text that uh, came through. Can you pray that my new job would allow me more weekends off to serve at church? I will. Father, thank you, first of all, for this new job that you've provided, uh, even though right now it has uh, this uh, person working through the weekends. Lord, we pray for favor. We pray for favor that weekends would be given so that there would be more opportunity to serve within the context of their local fellowship family. And we pray that in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. And by the way, uh, I remember back at a season in my, uh, when I was working, that I went to my boss and we talked about this very thing that I too prayed for favor for more time, uh, different schedule adjustments so that I could serve the Lord. And he granted me that. He granted me, he granted me a, 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 an audience with my boss who was not a believer, but a nice man. And I believe God used me in his life, uh, and God used him in my life. And like Daniel, uh, granted me favor. I can look back and go, oh, man, the Lord was with me, and he granted me these kind of requests. Here's another question. Do you believe the earth is flat? I do not believe the earth is flat uh, in any way whatsoever. Uh, and then you uh, you combine that with, uh, do you believe the earth is flat uh, due to some of the descriptions of, of the Bible. And, you know, actually it's the descriptions of the Bible that help us um, understand the spherical nature of the, the condition of the earth that God has created. Um, you need to remember that <clears throat> the Bible, as it speaks to us about the the earth, there are some passages that are used um, to describe uh, like Revelation chapter 7, uh, four angels standing at the four corners 
of the earth or in Psalm 75 talking about pillars. Um, and there's, there's a few other passages uh, that would lend some credence, and I do say lend some credence um, to the possibility of a flat earth, but um, those, are, those are not passages describing a flat earth, but rather descriptions of how God is going to operate in that particular time. Um, you know, the, the reality of, of idiom, idiomatic phrases that are used. So I'll get back to this a little bit on, after the break. The music caught up with me. 303-690-3000. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Hey, welcome back to Calvary Live. So glad that you chose to join us. 303-690-3000 is the number. Right before the break, we were talking about the general question, is the earth flat? And we were looking at a couple of verses that are used as proof texts uh, for a flat earth. But the Bible teaches the exact opposite uh, of this flat earth theory, speaking of the roundness and this the God being <clears throat> uh, around the circle of the earth um, and knowing how um, the reality of biblical teaching is very clear uh, and what the references, you know, the references that are often used to describe a flat earth are idiomatic. Um, they're figures of speeches to describe a reality um, that some people have taken to twist around in looking at um, looking at the earth as flat and it's simply not uh, and I appreciate you um, sending that text in 303-690-3000 303-690-3000 we want to pray for Lisa who has a friend undergoing a procedure tomorrow for some digestive concerns. So I pray for Lisa uh, as she goes into the hospital for this procedure. I know that it is a scary situation, any kind of procedure, even though uh, it is routine. Uh, and really, some the, the, the procedures in a surgery are never really um, routine. And so God, use this time to bring about the answers that are important so that her digestive issues can be solved. 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. By the way, there's a great article on answersingenesis.org on the flat earth question. Uh, if you can't find it there, uh, you email me and I will send it to you. Uh, and I mean, they go in a much greater in length uh, than I do looking at a few of the verses and scriptures uh, that are there. And there, there is a quite 
uh, a bit of information here as I'm scrolling through it. So if you want to email me, I can send it directly to you. Um, <clears throat> but they go into great depth, giving giving um, giving a lot of a lot of good information that. Uh, is too much to read on a program. 303-690-3000. Let's come back to Colorado now. Loretta, welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor Ed. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Hope you're feeling better. Thank you very much. Yes. So just curious, um, after Jesus returns with the church after the seven years of tribulation, Will there still be people that will turn away from him after that? Will there be people that turn away from him during the millennial period? Yes, yes. Well, at the end of millennial period, uh, the devil is released to tempt them. And the sad thing about that is that some people will be tempted. But we do need to make a uh, a distinction between those that came back with him, they will not turn away. They are to forever be with him. But those that come to know him that have never been tempted before, some of them unfortunately will. So the ones that possibly will, that are still being tempted, are they the ones that were saved during the seven years of tribulation? Or how is, I guess... These I'm would not be understanding that. these would be the ones born and living during the millennial period. Um, everything is settled after oh, the okay. tribulation. The tribulation saints will uh, be forever with the Lord, and those returning uh, will, will forever be with the Lord. And then those that um, resist the temptation of the devil at the end of the millennial period will forever be with the Lord. <clears throat> You've given a very detailed and very informative outline of everything that happens after that. And I appreciate that. So just kind of going through it and just trying to read it, but trying to understand it. Yes. Some of it is just very confusing. Well, I do think that when you're studying through prophecy, whether it leads to confusion or more questions, you know, there's a fine line before that because we, we do we do read the scriptures and we do have confidence and convictions on how we see things play out. However, when you're reading through that, sometimes reading through prophecy and studying through prophecy, they only lead to more questions. Uh, and you're like, well, wait a minute, this question, I answered this question, but then it leads to another question and it leads to another question. And uh, as you continue to dig through, sometimes you may at the end just say, hmm, uh, I'm going to have to sit on this for a while because it has caused confusion. We know we know that the confusion hasn't doesn't come from the from the Lord, right? So we're going to set it right. aside and know that as as you as you're going through the list. So I'm just pulling up the list here. You've got the second coming of Jesus in Matthew chapter 24. Then there's a separation: the sheep and the goat. The nations are going to be separated uh, and judged for how they treated Israel. And then there's a kingdom age, right? The millennial reign uh, that's been promised. Satan is bound, put into an abyss. Uh, and then at the end, Satan is released uh, to deceive the nations. Uh, those that were born during that time need to make a choice for themselves. And some will reject God at the end of the millennial period. 
but the ones that fall, the ones that are with Christ prior to the millennial period, which will include all those that came to faith during the tribulation, which sometimes they're referred to as the tribulation saints, will not fall away. Okay. That's that's okay. firm and, I guess and that's fixed. That's the word I should have used was not confusion, but it's like. I just don't understand it all. I guess that's the word I was looking for. And that's okay. But that's, that's part of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> that And that's what it was, was. So I was wondering, okay, so who is it that would turn away? And so it's the ones that are born during the millennial period. Correct. And for a thousand years, you're looking at a, a vastly large population of people. That's a lot of people. Yes. And then after that, that's when the new Jerusalem, the new earth, that's when all of that will take place is after that. Correct. Destruction of the present heavens and earth, uh, and, and then we have eternity in the presence, a new heaven and a new earth. Okay. All right, thank you. That's, you. I was just wondering, and I, I wasn't sure who it was that would turn away, because it's like if they've already been with him and they've already experienced heaven, it's like why would they turn away from him? It so, won't be them. You answered it. Yep. Right, Fantastic. Thank you. Thanks, Loretta. Bye-bye. 303-690-3000 is the number. And what Loretta is referring to is I actually have a quite a bit of resources to share with you, uh, if you like, on the end times, on the rapture. And in particular, she's referring to a an article uh, that uh, I have available to you 12 chronological events of the end times timeline, 12 chronological events of the end times timeline. If you email me, ed at edtaylor.org, ed at edtaylor.org, I can send this list to you. Um, don't text the line because the links don't go over uh, on the text replies. You'll have to email me directly. It has to be .org, ed at edtaylor.org. All right, we're going to stick around in Colorado here. Brenda in Aurora, welcome to the program. <clears throat> hey, Brenda, you're on the air. Okay, Brenda, you asked the question. I'm going to ask it out loud for everybody, uh, even though you dropped. Uh, what's the best book of the Bible for brand new believers to read? Uh, I believe that the best book of the Bible to read uh, for new believers is the Gospel of John. And this would be in the New Testament, which would be on the right, excuse me, on the right-hand side of the Bible. In the New Testament, it starts with Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I believe that John is a great book of the Bible to read, the first one you should read, um, because it, it was written so that you're so that you would have faith in Christ. And as a new believer, um, it's important that your faith is built um, in a way that, especially in these early days, that you would follow Jesus and have your faith built up. And the importance of growing in grace and understanding his great love for you, uh, following him, John said this in John 20, verse 30, And truly Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. 
And John is built to substantiate your belief and your faith so that you might enjoy abundant life. So let me give you a pattern as a new believer. This is for anyone listening in that I think would be very helpful. Every day, read the Gospels where you are going to be walking with Jesus. And here's the order. So once you finish John, here's the order I would have. I wouldn't read them. You can read them. It's nothing wrong with this at all. Don't misunderstand me. But this is the order that I would suggest. John, then Mark, then Luke, then Matthew. John, Mark, Luke, Matthew. Matthew uh, is a great gospel to read, but it is so tied in with the Old Testament um, that I think after you have followed along, you have John showing you the Son of God, uh, you know, the the King of Kings. Uh, well, really, actually, Matthew is the King of Kings. Uh, Mark is going to show you Jesus as the servant. Luke is going to show you Jesus as the the man um, showing his humanity. And then, of course, John is going to show you his deity. Uh, and it's going to be woven together because Jesus Christ is fully God and fully man. But start with John and then mark the, the action gospel. Then Luke the humanity of Jesus, and then Matthew, the kingship and the tying him together as the fulfillment of the Old Testament. So read a couple of chapters in the gospel every day, number one. Number two, read a couple of psalms every day. Psalms, you know, some are longer than others, but spend some time not only walking with Jesus, but worshiping King Jesus through the psalms. And then read a proverb a day, a chapter of Proverbs a day, which would then give you wisdom of God every day. So you're walking with Jesus, you're worshiping Jesus, and you have the wisdom of Jesus. And because Proverbs, there's 31 chapters, you can read a chapter a day. And then on those months that only have 30 days, you can read 30 and 31 that final day. But you do this every day for a month or two, and you're going to see your life is just going to grow and be developed and um, being built up in him. Um, It's a beautiful thing uh, to grow in God's grace uh, together. 303-690-3000 is the number taking your calls and your questions. Where are we headed? We're headed to Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Raul, welcome to the program. Yes, thank you, Pastor. You're welcome. My question is, uh, St. John 525, can you give me some clearance on that? I've heard a lot of different things about that passage. And I'd just like to get a little clearance on it. Sure. In John chapter 5, verse 25, most assuredly I say to you, the hour is coming. Uh, the hour is coming and now is when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. And what would be your question on this? What specifically can I clear up for you? I've, I've heard a n- numerous of things uh, that 
It's talking about Jesus uh, going down in Hades and preaching to the spirits down there, giving them a second chance. And uh, I just just want to know exactly what what happens here. Uh, okay, is it talking about that? This particular text is not talking about a second chance or what happened to Jesus after he died and was buried and before he rose again. And the best way to answer this is by the context. If we just jump a verse ahead in verse 24, Jesus says, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes in him who sent me has everlasting life, shall not come into judgment, but is passed from death into life. So he's talking about those that are spiritually dead coming into spiritual life. And then in the very next, you know, as he continues teaching with not even taking a breath, most assuredly, I tell you, the hour is coming and now is right now in the moment that the dead, the one he just described, the spiritual dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear it will live. So he's describing coming from spiritual death into spiritual life. He's not talking about a second chance after death, um, not here or anywhere in the scriptures, but especially not here. The context is spiritual death into spiritual life. That's the way I looked at it, but I just I wanted to get it from you. <laughs> yeah, I think the third part of this would be these are physically alive people at the mo- at the time who are spiritually dead coming into spiritual life. That yeah, that would be what exactly. Jesus that's is describing. Yep, I would agree with you. Yeah. I thank you, Pastor, so much. God bless you, brother. Bye-bye. 303-690-3000. Sydney in Alabama. Welcome to the program. Yeah, how you doing, Pastor? I'm doing well. I listen to the program every day to work, from work, back to work. <laughs> yes. Anyway, uh, I just asked a question. It's kind okay. of funny. I'll just ask you a question. Is, is the end... Is the end beginning when Jesus was crucified? Say that again. Is the, end, is the end time beginning when Jesus was crucified? You know, rose from the dead. Is that the beginning of end time? The end times have yeah, begun. Yeah. Yes, at the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Yes, we're we are awaiting his soon return. Yep. So once he was dead, that's the beginning. When you okay, okay. I'm trying to get it. He was he was crucified. That's that was the beginning of end time. Yeah, I think we're living in the end times right now. We're awaiting the time. Yeah, just pre- if we if we describe the end times as the time just prior to the return or the rapture of the church, or this, uh, which after the rapture of the church comes immediately the seven day or this, excuse me, the seven year tribulation period, the end times would begin uh, with the ascension. You know, I, I will put them all together, the death, the resurrection, the death, the burial, the resurrection, the ascension of Jesus Christ awaiting his soon return. I put those events together as the culmination of the ministry of the son of God. I'm looking at them. I'm watching TV sometimes. And when I see other countries forcing other countries to get involved with the wrong, and they take away the money. So if you participate and take the money in the wrong, that means you're just like Judas. 
Yeah, I, uh, I'm not not really sure what you're talking about, Sydney. Um, the thing they say they're going to sanction other country if they don't agree with, you know, the wrong way of life or something like that. That's here in the television. Yeah, I mean, false teachers are were predicted by Jesus. Uh, false teachers existed during the time of Jesus. Uh, false teachers existed during the time of the Old Covenant. Uh, there were always those people that would take advantage of perilous times, difficult times. I, I'm thinking of Second uh, Timothy chapter 3, know this, uh, in the last days perilous times will come and men will be lovers of themselves. Uh, and he goes on to talk about all sorts of behaviors, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, uh, having a form of godliness but denying its power, and from such people turn away, for of this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women, loaded down with sins, always learning, never able to come to the knowledge. Then he goes back and describes what's the end times, perilous times, you know, the times to a time during the time of Moses with Janus and Jambres. They're also resisting the truth, just like they did. Men of corrupt minds disapproved according to the faith, but they're going to progress no further, the Bible says, because their folly will be manifest uh, to all. And I think he, I think what you are seeing and describing are certainly fulfilling of the scriptures as we are living in the end times, that time that immediately precedes the coming of the Lord and every generation of believer has lived in intense anticipation. I believe it was God's intention that we live in intense anticipation of the soon return of the Lord, but never before. We have to understand this. Never before are we seeing the signs and the troubling times of, of the days in which we live. Uh, never before. Uh, it's unbelievable what we are seeing uh, today. Um, things that <clears throat> things that would be very, very clear. Um, to us today would not be, they would just be in a different generation, um, you know, augmented reality, artificial intelligence, you know, what the mark of the beast I was watching recently, I saw this pop up on my Instagram feed, this new holographic technology they're using at concerts that have these massive uh, images uh, that are a part of the concert scene, like unbelievable, um, unbelievable uh, how technology that exists today that we would probably look back um look back before and just like man this could never happen it's happening with us right now 303-690-3000 here's a great question is logo software reliable bible study software and do you utilize and and do you utilize it? Yes, I do use Logos. I've used it for since before it was Logos. It was a program called Libronics. And it is a very robust and might I say very expensive piece of software that they continue to improve. Uh, and I use it uh, extensively. I would say 
I use it almost exclusively. Sometimes I go to Blue Letter Bible or Bible Hub, but I use Logos extensively, and I have a very large library uh, that I've accumulated over the years, and I don't even want to know how much it costs, um, but it has been a big investment for me. I suggest it if you're serious. It, it, it's it's more robust than I even use it, uh, and I know it can it can handle the greatest scholars' scrutiny or just a simple Bible study uh, that or want to learn. You know, they've created a new tool called the Fact Book that has been very helpful, and a lot of different things. <clears throat> they even provide extensive training uh, for. Uh, for using it as well. However, it's not for everybody. It, it really is a very uh, robust, powerful search, uh, you know, very, very powerful, very expensive. And I recommend it if, if it's something you want to make the investment on. They have different levels, different levels of libraries. You can always buy individual books, which I've done over the years as well. But let me also offer to you a couple of free options, which cover almost everyone's need uh, for Bible study software. The first one is blueletterbible.org, blueletterbible.org. It's kind of a play on the red letters, you know, as you have in uh, in Bibles to highlight the, highlight the, um, the words of Jesus. It's blueletterbible.org. And then Bible Hub is another reliable uh, resource, Bible Hub. And I think it's .org as well. But yes, I use Logos. I like it. You just got to realize it's super expensive. And it just depends on how you're going to uh, listen to it. Uh, 303-690-3000 is the number. Uh, There's a question here. Can you listen to previous Calvary Live shows? Yes, we have them available archived on our podcast. So if you search Calvary Live where you get podcasts, uh, they send them off, and I think it takes a couple of weeks um, to get them produced and ready to go. Um, but <clears throat> about a week, it says our producer days uh, days to about a week at the latest. So you can look up Calvary Live wherever you get podcasts, and that's where we have where we uh, archive them, uh, and you can search through them by date. 303-690-3000. Let's go over to Augusta, Georgia now. Uh, Eunice, welcome to the program. Thank you very much. And You're how welcome. are you today? I'm doing well, but we're coming to the end of the program, so we got to jump right to it, Eunice. Yes. Well, I would like um, prayer for the island of Jamaica. Okay. That all would turn to the true and living God. Okay. And then prayer for myself. I have an operation today, um, glaucoma, and um, whatever the other one was, that God will give me a quick recovery. Father, we pray for our sister and with our sister. We pray for her with the glaucoma and the wisdom of doctors or the supernatural touching of your Holy Spirit in her body, Lord. We also pray for Jamaica. Her heart is that the people of Jamaica will turn. And is it possible, God, for a country, for a people group, for a whole nation to turn to you? We say yes. We see it in the scriptures. We see it with Jonah. We see it, Jonah, coming to a group of people 
and God, you saving a group at a time. We see it in Cornelius's house. Even as their men and women are saved one by one, we see one by one saved in groups. Even where we see in the day of Pentecost, where thousands are saved at the same time. God, we pray and plead for Jamaica. We pray for the countries of the world. We pray for our own country, God, that we might, we know that judgment begins in the house of the Lord, that we might turn to you first. We as believers in humility and brokenness, and God, through us, you might use us in a world that needs you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you very much, and God, let me stand in Second Chronicles 7 and 14, and I claim Jamaica from the east to the west, from yes. the north to the south, in yes. Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, sister. All right, we are done with the show today. Thank you guys for calling. My voice uh, has held up. Now we just need another uh, 45 minutes uh, for Bible study tonight. And I look forward to being with the saints uh, to teach and allow the Holy Spirit to, as we gather together. Thank you guys for your calls. Thank you guys for your text questions that have come through, the ability to dialogue. Uh, again, you guys calling in about the flat earth are now some texts. Uh, great article, AnswersInGenesis.org. Uh, they put a lot of thought into this uh, from a lot of different angles. Um, and the Bible, allowing the Bible to speak for what it says and not for what it doesn't say. We'll be back tomorrow, Lord willing. God bless you guys. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's word.